0: Let's get ready. Glowies, How are you all doing?
1: What's new? Esther, I'm so excited about our guest today. Okay,
0: let's dive right in. I can't help it. She's the host of one of our favorite podcasts All-time of all time favorites. She, you must remember this.
1: It's a legendary podcast. If you haven't listened to Drop every episode,
0: literally stop this
1: show right please. now. Unsubscribe.
0: Unsubscribe to Glowing Up. <laughs> Smash
1: that unsubscribe button immediately. <laughs>
0: She's the author of Seduction, Sex, Lies, and Stardom, and Howard Hughes Hollywood. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Karina Longworth.
2: Hi. Thank you for having me. I love your guys' show.
0: Oh, Karina. that's so oh. serious? <laughs>
1: she said she likes us. <laughs> <laughs> we deserve it. Take it back. Stop. Karina, I feel like there's so much to talk about. I feel like you know, you, you've you done so much research into old Hollywood. You must know so many old Hollywood beauty secrets. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Like our diet, like... Did Marilyn Monroe eat chili? Tell us. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, she
2: actually, I don't know if you guys have seen this, like every Thanksgiving, like people pass around her stuffing recipe, which I've made and is super good.
0: It is? Yeah. It
2: was like she learned how to cook Italian food when she was married to Joe DiMaggio because she was like oh, trying to impress, to impress his family him. who hated her.
0: Wait, how bu- how much of a bummer is that that you're the most beautiful woman in America and you still have to learn how to cook? That's not fair.
1: I mean, I th- I would argue that it only made her legend that much stronger True. that she can make a mean stuffing. Yuck. Yeah, I guess
0: it's just a bummer to me, the yeah. person who likes to microwave lean cuisines. But I just hated that.
1: I just hate that she had to impress Joe DiMaggio's family. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. Fuck of them, and yeah. it didn't work. It no.
2: didn't. No, she's like she went out of her way to try, and it didn't work. And they were divorced like in a year.
0: Did they need her to be an Italian girl, and she just wasn't?
2: Yeah, and also like it was when a lot of a lot of different cultures, particularly like Americans, but also Italian Americans, felt that like being an actress was equivalent to being a whore. And so he was like, if you're going to be my wife, you have to stop making those horror movies. <gasps> And then she, um, but she was still under contract of Fox, and so she had to make the seven-year itch. And while she was making that movie and they were doing this, like, publicity stunt where she's shooting outside in New York oh, City, and yeah. they're, they're, like, blowing up the white dress for the photographs, Joe DiMaggio, like, that night in their hotel just beat the shit out of her. What? And she still had to shoot the next morning, and the makeup guy had to, like, cover up her black eye. And that was pretty much the end of that marriage.
1: I. He's I a dirty... Hope pig. Wow. What a dirty pig. And she learned how to make stuffing for him. Oh, Why does... Did, I feel like him beating her up is not really... You gotta listen to the... Is it three or four parts, the Norma Jean? Yeah, there's three. Yeah. There's three. Okay, yeah. But that's
0: not like... People don't really talk about that. That's not like a well-known element to the story, which I is mean, a
1: bummer. She is the most biographied woman of all time, right? Maybe. I don't know about
2: that. I've I mean, read sure that statistic. i like queens and stuff, but... Um, certainly in Hollywood, I would say that she probably has more books written about her than anybody else.
1: I remember reading that once, but Esther, you and I just gotta dive in, do the reading, do the research. <laughs> I've I've dabbled. I have a question: Is there someone today
0: that you think is comes as like who comes as close? as possible to like being the next Marilyn Marilyn Monroe. If they're in this room that's fine. If they're not (laughs) that's fine too. If it's that
1: Fender speaker in the corner more so than me or Esther that's (laughs) fine. If it's that Frankenstein
0: head that I've never seen before but is in the room. But is there someone like is it Britney? Is it? Who is it? Do you mean just like as
2: a great blonde or as a sex symbol or Almost, somebody with like a tragic story? I think
0: all of the above or whoever comes to mind. Or what favorite. modern
1: stars like fascinate you maybe in the yeah. same way that yeah. the stars of yore. It's difficult. I would say that I
2: I don't really engage with modern Hollywood that much. Very classy um, Part of it is because like my husband is like he writes and directs Hollywood movies and I just like – I don't want to know. <laughs> mm-hmm,
0: I don't want right. to, like,
2: get to put, like, like my, my, like, historian and sort of critic's fingers, like, into what he does for a living. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, like, think too hard about it. And I don't – I don't I – don't, and, you know, also probably, like, the reason why I sort of choose to do the old Hollywood stuff is because I'm not that compelled by the stars of today. Yeah, passy. I feel similarly
0: – yeah, it's it, – there was just – So if I say Bella
2: Thorne <laughs>
0: – I know who she
2: is only because of Who Weekly. Oh, good. I have. N- I mean, is she in things? I have no idea.
1: I
0: don't, I don't even know really it. sure. But I like. I think I unfollowed her on Instagram because it was just too much. It's like sad.
1: Yeah, but she's as close as we have, which is sad. Yeah, it's really sad. Do you
0: really think Bella Thorne is? Like, no, whatever. I don't actually really <laughs> think. that. I
1: was just trying to start yeah. a dialogue. I was say, so I say, I
0: maybe Presley Cash from the. Hollywood complex documentary nobody gets that okay i'm sorry
1: <laughs> the hollywood the, one, the documentary that takes place like at the oakwood apartment yeah i've seen i've seen it that's a classic
0: um what so any other like strong any big icons in the old hollywood era that you like know about their eating or dietary habits?
2: Yeah, there's, like, some stuff in my book about how when Jean Harlow, like, had to, like, fit into her... Because she would wear these dresses on camera with no underwear underneath, and, like, they would be, like, these silk, skin-tight dresses. So just completely unforgiving. And so when she would have to be getting ready for a movie, her mom would put her on this diet of black coffee and cornbread. What? Which is, like, not something... Even, like, the most restrictive diets today, like, you wouldn't eat cornbread on it. It almost seems like a treat. Oh, yeah. But... Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of the stars, like, they were smoking a lot of cigarettes. They were on, at some point, they were on sort of, like, studio-sanctioned amphetamines, which they didn't always know they were being given. Like, you know, they'd be given a shot or something, or they'd be given a pill and they weren't told what it was, or it was, like, in a drink that they were given.
0: And that what did that do to them? It just, like, gave them energy
1: and took away their appetite. It's like
0: Adderall or something? Yeah,
1: so the Judy Garland cocktail Mm. was an amphetamine in the morning and then some kind of a downer at night. Yeah, and that started before The Wizard of Oz. That started when she was like 16. Way back in the day. Yeah. Because Judy always kind of had this, like, not weight problems, but she was like a more zoftig.
2: Yeah, she had kind of a round body. And she was short, and so on camera, that's really
1: unforgiving. Don't we know it? (laughs) We sure do. You're telling us. I... Your book is amazing, by the way. Thank you. It's so incredible. I highly recommend everyone read it. Yes, go get it ASAP. Your podcast is amazing. Everything is amazing. <laughs> I can't get enough.
0: What do you, what do you know about like the dietary or beauty habits of? Charles Manson, anything?
2: <laughs> well, actually, I was—I've been reading this book that one of the Manson girls wrote um, that came out about six months ago, called *Member of the Family*. Oh. It was by Diane Lake, who was 14 years old when she joined the family,
1: oh. and she
2: was like about to turn 17 when they were all captured. Um, and she talks about how like when they were all all the Manson girls were like put in jail together in like the same cell. And for the first time in years, they were eating three meals a day because when they were with Manson, like they were so broke and they were like eating like literally going into supermarket market dumpsters for like trying to find cabbages that were like rotten on the outside but good on the inside oh. to eat. And so – and Charlie, like, as a way of, like, making it okay for them to eat nothing because they were so poor, he would be like, I like my girls skinny. You guys don't need to eat that much. So when they were all in jail and they were being fed three times a day, they were worried they were going to get too fat for Charlie to like them. And so they just started – they all became bulimic in jail. (gasps) Like, they would eat so that the, um, the, you know, like, the warden or whatever, like, wouldn't think anything was up. And then they'd all make themselves throw up.
1: Wow. Oh, my God. that's I'm speechless. (laughs) That is like... And they were on the same jail jail cell? At
2: first, yeah, because they were hanging out or they're hiding out in in Death Valley at this place called Barker Ranch. And they were all like kind of rounded up and put in this like desert jail while they figured out like what everybody was guilty of and what Mm -hmm. to do with all of them. Wow. Oh,
1: I have another question. Not to change (laughs) topics too much. No, please. But okay... Old Hollywood stars in plastic surgery, were they getting it? What were they getting? What was it like back then? Like, what was
2: happening? Well, I think you have to understand that until basically Joan Crawford and Betty Davis, like, women in the movies basically stopped working around 40 if even that old like they would get into their 30s and they'd get married and they'd retire yeah. um, or they would die you know like there are a lot of stories of people like gene harlow who just didn't make even make it to 30 yeah. so there was oh. no there was well, no model for aging in the public eye until basically joan crawford and Betty davis and then you know i think i think they both probably had a little bit of work done, Joan probably more than Betty, because Betty seemed to age a lot more than Joan did. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also, you know, they had, like, their weird techniques. Like, Joan, like, she put her face in, like, a, a sink full of ice every morning her entire life.
1: As depicted so beautifully in the <laughs> pilot of Feud yeah. when she dumps her and face in dearest. ice. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I mean, a lot of the stars, like... Um,
2: because they knew that they weren't supposed to get old and, you know, quote-unquote ugly in the public eye, like, it really messed with their heads. Like, Hetty Lamar is one of my favorites. She was, you know, just this brunette Aus- Austrian goddess. And she also, like, got a patent for the technology that um, Wi-Fi and Bluetooth are based on. Oh, my God. Um, but nobody knew that when she was a movie star. She was a star in the 1940s and then, like— Basically, by the early 50s, she kind of fell out of fashion and she was getting older. And I mean, she had been on this insane diet her entire life, like since getting to Hollywood, where she just like drank coffee and smoked cigarettes all day long. And at 6 p.m. every day, she'd have steak tartare. And that was all she ate. What? So by the time you're like 40 years old and you've been living that life and you've been told that the only thing that's – even though you're super intelligent and are really into inventing things, but you've been told that the only thing that is of value is your beauty, like it messes with your head. And she ended up having like a shoplifting scandal in the early 1960s oh. where she got arrested and it was just this whole thing. And so I just think that like – one of the things that fascinates me about all of this stuff is the way that Hollywood's beauty standards obviously are, are damaging to people in the audience and to people who are holding themselves up to that. But it's also super damaging and it becomes like a psychosis to the women themselves that have to hold it up.
0: I always notice that it's it's the, it's people who I've viewed as the most beautiful that tend to have the most problems or like be the most into the makeup and the plastic surgery. And I, I think it obviously is because their self-worth is so dependent on their looks and that that just makes me so sad like you're right it's such it's toxic for the mind it's so damaging steak
1: (laughs) tartare every day
0: (laughs) what even is Is that it's (laughs) It's just raw raw steak (gasps)
1: with an egg on it yeah yeah i had like
2: it's like usually served with like two toast points yes
1: Yes, I mean it's good. What's a toast point? Like a little <laughs> slice of like a hard bread, right? Or mm-hmm. something like that. I mean, I feel like I've had have steak tartare once every 7 years and it takes me that long to recover mentally and physically from eating steak tartare but it is kind of good. I
0: can't believe you've had it.
1: I mean, when I was, when I think old Hollywood plastic surgery I always think Marilyn Monroe's nose job. I think her
0: chin more than anything. The chin is the big, like she's invented the chin.
1: Chin implant or chin reduction? Implant, right? She had it sort of like shaved, I think.
0: A shave. Yeah. I thought it was the implant surgery. I haven't
1: read that material in a bit. Maybe I'm thinking
0: of Bristol Palin.
1: (laughs) Probably. (laughs) You do always confuse the two. I'm always thinking of like Trig yeah. and Levi remember <laughs> Levi oh. oh our old Hollywood is Sarah Palin's kids um I, I always do so I always think of yeah Marilyn's nose job I guess in her chin job and I always think of Rita Hayworth's like hairline yeah she, they gave
2: her electrolysis on oh. her hairline because was she definite. was Mexican and they thought that her hair like came down too far on her forehead
0: now what was the deal with Jean Harlow's death was her death be like basically from bleaching her hair that's uh, one of the
2: urban legends but I don't think so the the most credible thing that I've read and I mean this is the sort of version I put in my book because it seems the most credible to me was that she had scarlet fever when she was a teenager and she had basically had undiagnosed kidney disease since then and she died of kidney failure and so young too right like I think she was 27 wow oh my god Oh, my
0: God! is do you feel like Marilyn Monroe's story is the most tragic from like the old Hollywood era? I think that it's it's it's
2: kind of the most dramatic in a lot of ways. Yeah. And, and it is really sad and and there's so much that it contains that is so sort of exciting and sad and and also thrilling, you know, but I mean, I don't know that I would necessarily say it's the most tragic, although like on the spot, I'm not sure I could tell you what I think <laughs> is. I think it's more like, it's just sort of—it's a big sort of gem in the middle of this, like, fabric
1: of of ups and downs and, like, all of these sort of lives interwoven together. Wow. Yeah, I mean, there's tragedy on tragedy, but for some reason Marilyn Monroe just, like, sticks with everyone. Right. And is a spashiest.
0: Is it just that she's the hottest?
1: What, like, is that it? It's part—I don't know. But mm. She's just—she's Marilyn Monroe. She just is. When you When you see, like— I don't know why you would be in someone's college dorm or you like see like like a corny poster of Marilyn Monroe or no. Do you ever see those like – mashup images where it's like Marilyn Monroe but she has like tattoos and she's like holding a blunt yeah. like that genre. I bought one of those yes. on Venice Beach once where <laughs> yes. it's like
2: it's her and she's like giving like a kiss on the cheek to Albert Einstein <laughs> oh. and he's wearing a Raiders jersey and she has like a Dodgers tattoo on her arm yes. and he's oh. cocking a
1: shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> you must remember this sequel. It's <laughs> just a deep dive into like Venice. Yeah. There's Venice a lot of stuff t-shirts of like her making with Tupac, yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. Tupac is like the modern day Marilyn Monroe, <laughs> I where guess. his story was like so overblown, and like even though he, the body of work isn't like that, there aren't that many albums or songs. It's like his image has just become so larger than life. Mm-hmm. And, out like, out, yeah, it's just out of control.
0: I talk about this in my stand-up, but I had a Tupac poster on my wall, and I didn't know who he was.
1: That's lovely. I, yeah.
0: I'm like, I did I think he was a Britney Spears backup dancer? Like, yeah. I don't know. You don't
1: You don't know. I still, to this day... Speaking of Britney Spears backup dancers... Um, Wade. Wade.
0: The, I mean, the mm. creator. He, like, Wade Robson, like, created the pop phenomenon from, like, the early 2000s. Wade like, Robson,
1: if you're listening... To this podcast, I assume you know that he's one of the two young bo- boys, ab- abused boys, featured in Leaving Neverland. Yeah. But, yeah, he created Brittany. He made the best out of a bad situation. Dr- I know. it's th- Those two are very—they're so different. Esther, confirm or deny. They did not address this in the documentary, but Wade Robson and Brittany had an affair. They— and Crimea River is about Wade Robson. Okay,
0: yes, that's the rumor. I don't I can't confirm yes, it. Was I there? Cons- no. But yes, of course we all know that Justin's Crimea River video was supposed to be about the affair that between Wade and Britney. <sighs> okay. And yeah, I I, I think it could be true i guess it must be true right do you what like what's your opinion of that i feel like as i've since i've moved to hollywood Uh, i've i feel that if i've heard a rumor that's like goes around in the business it's usually people talk about it for a reason it's probably true do you think there's truth to that
2: i think it depends on who's talking about it
0: yeah hmm hmm
1: Smart woman. I know. (laughs) She's strong. (laughs) Stronger than us. (laughs) Stronger than us. Anyway, leaving Neverland. I don't know if we have the strength to.
0: I know. Anyway. It's powerful. People should check it out. Should
1: we go through this magical makeup bag? Sure. Um,
0: tell Can you us- tell us what this is? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: I went to the Barneys co-op at the Grove to buy a bottle of this perfume. What is it? Which is, is called it? Un Rose by Frederick Moll. Because I, so when I was a teenager, I was like a teenage goth. And teenage goths in the 90s wore tea rose oil from uh, the body shop. Wow. Um, but And so I've just like been feeling lately like I want to smell like that again but I they don't have it anymore or like I think it's not the same formula if they do. Mm. Um, so I've just been like trying all these rose perfumes and I like went to Barney's a month ago and I sprayed this on myself and I couldn't stop thinking about it. So finally I was like I have to have it and it just so happened that the day that I went to buy it they were doing this thing where if you spent $200 at Barney's they gave you this giant bag full of samples, oh my and it's God. like samples of fancy stuff, and I haven't really gone through it yet.
0: Two follow-up. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, oh, I just thought that we could do it together. Yes. Unboxing. <laughs> yes. With Karina okay, two, two quick follow-up questions. <laughs> okay. One, did the perfume purchase satisfy the 200, or did you have to add something else? Oh, yeah. No.
2: We're Oh. Good. oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. All I bought was the perfume Excuse and then I got me. all of this. Okay. Oh this
0: was your lucky day then. Wow, second follow-up question. You mentioned the body shop. Mm-hmm.
1: Can we talk about the body shop? Give for me a second. A
0: second. Yeah. I do agree that nothing is how it used to be there mm-hmm. at all. How
1: is it still open? i there's like, like, I've seen one. The body works in the body shop are just holding on. I feel like their nails are dug into the floor of the mall.
0: Some big... Whoever owns them is probably just keeping it there for posterity. I don't know what posterity means, I but... I th-
2: think they're really successful internationally because, uh, like, I was... I was in Paris like a few years ago and I did one of those things where I just like walked all day for like eight hours and – I needed to, like, put something on my feet because they hurt so bad and they were, like, <gasps> like cracked heels and it was so oh. terrible. And I did some quick internet research and, like, people were, like, go to the body shop and get this, like, peppermint cream. Mm. And they had seven body shops in Paris. Wow. And then when the same thing happened to me in London, like, they had them in London as well. That's, that's wild. I feel
1: like body shop was, like, the pre-lush or something. Yes, where uh, it was for the sure. Mall po- it was, like, a mall access point, but there was a natural, like, an overwhelming natural feel.
0: Which was probably so fake. I know, I
1: can't I it's hard to believe that the body shop was really as natural as I think it is. Because well, we would be hearing about it more.
0: Also, here's the question. Do you guys remember the beads? where they'd have the bins and it'd be like the little bead filled with oil for the bath. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I miss
2: those. Does I, anybody still put oil in beads? I don't think or do that. You I never they see would that. have little shapes. Sometimes I would have oil in like them. Like fish.
0: Like a fish. That was the most fun shit ever. And would, at
2: Christmas it was always like red and green and yes. oh, it smelled like cinnamon you, and she pine. said
0: the sea word. <laughs> oh god. She said the sea word? Oh no 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 no. I want those beads so bad. Anyways. Would
1: you would you prefer a bomb to a bead or a a bead to a bomb.
0: A uh, bath bomb you mean? Bath bomb well, to a bath bead. At this point, I want a bead cuz I can't I don't have access to the them. The promise of a bead. Yeah, I yeah. want to hunt and gather beads as my right as a living human.
1: Um also, can we just circle back to being a teenage goth? Mm. Where where did you grow up? I just need to picture yeah. you as your goth. I grew goth- up here. I grew up in Studio City. I grew up in Sherman Oaks. Oh, nice. Oh. Amazing. Holy shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, amazing. I so you're running with the goths? Were you, like, going to, like, raves downtown? Like, how are you—what was the goth valley experience I was actually like? thinking about this the other day. This was kind of after I stopped dressing as a goth because I was, like,
2: dressing as a goth when I was, like, 12 and 13. Okay. Um but when I was, I was still kind of friends with a lot of people that like were practicing goths. And I remember when I was seventeen, I went to a couple of graves, which were goth <gasps> raves. Oh. <laughs> oh, and they had to be—they had to be all ages because there was such a huge population of like thirteen-year-old
1: goths in LA. Oh my god! I definitely went to Tiger Beat, which was like an all-ages club. We had that. Yeah. We had something called that in, like, college town. So lame. So very lame. And quickly, what were the Goth Valley hangouts? I do need to know. Well, I
2: was... I don't know that there was, like, specific ones. I mean, I think there, there was, like, there were a lot of coffee houses in the 90s, and so there was oh. a place called Insomnia on Ventura Boulevard. Oh. Um, there Isn't was there Insomnia? In Evanston. There's, oh, yeah. There's <laughs> one still on Beverly, on Beverly that yeah. used to be, they were owned by the same people. Oh, but the yeah. one on, on Ventura, it was, like, a real 90s coffee house wow. where it was, like, dark inside all the time and, like, heavy velvet curtains and you could smoke. And oh. I would go there after, like, high school, and I would get a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch and a oh. coffee and I would smoke cigarettes and do my homework.
0: Oh that that is my so God, good. Karina! You're <laughs> so much fucking cool. <laughs> Cinnamon Toast Crunch in a coffee shop? Smoking inside. Yeah. Do you understand the <laughs> statement that puts out in the world when people see you eating cereal in public? Could you order it
2: at the coffee shop? Yeah, they had like boxes of cereal. This was 1995 maybe and I, like cereal was a big deal. Cereal Still in public is,
0: we, that's like a new tier. We, we were all
2: print. eating carbs, you know, yeah. in 1995. Yeah. Like you weren't eating meat or butter. You were just eating carbs. And
0: you were eating giant muffins. Yeah. fettuccine alfredo left well, teriyot, not fettuccine alfredo because
2: of the fat like we're oh, all on low fat
0: diets right
2: Snack so wells. like I didn't eat right. butter or cheese I mean now I can't eat butter and cheese because I'm 39 and like lactose like, intolerant <laughs> I'm farting by, just, like, I'm just <laughs> mentioning butter and cheese I'm farting <laughs> but honestly. in the 90s like all I ate was like plain bread plain cereal um plain oh chicken, God. plain turkey, oh like subway God. sandwiches with like nothing on the mix of for turkey and vegetables. Oh no,
1: no, 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 no. Wow. Wow. I mean, they need to start having cereal in coffee shops more. That's a genius idea. Well, there, just,
0: there was cereal there was a cereal place in Evanston once. Those it never worked. Yeah, when they just tried to make a purely yeah. cereal bar yeah, like nobody's,
1: that is no one yeah, that's I'm not, I miss the I'm days when
0: Subway was healthy.
1: I was like a golden era. I still that was my golden down. Hollywood. I could still get down with a subway. But like I, know
0: it's wrong, I remember but... when you went there and you felt really good about what you were doing,
1: right? And you were spending right. less than five dollars. Right, right, f- right. There was a
0: chip on my shoulder.
1: Um. <laughs> okay. I'm just like. I know there's a lot. There's Sorry. so much to talk <laughs> no, about. No, this is good. No, I uh, and I do so, want to talk more about the valley, but uh, I don't want to isolate the audience, but. Did
0: you feel, as a fair-skinned, dark-haired, petite female, almost like it was your duty to be goth?
2: It seemed like the best look for me, for sure, in 1992. Yeah. Yeah. and also, like, I, my dad, like, weirdly just allowed me, like, he, my dad was really strict and didn't let me do a lot of things, but he did let me, like, get a box of hair dye at the grocery oh. store and dye my own hair blue-black. Wow. And so what? I just did that That's over cool. the summer between, like, seventh grade and eighth grade and then, like, showed up with a new
1: look. That's, That's so cool. cool. Esther, did you go through any questionable or embarrassing phases as a teen, um, like, looks-wise? I did. I,
0: you know, I did. I did an Avril
1: Lavigne phase, which is like <laughs> so embarrassing to even say. But I would like wear my dad's ties. And, oh! like, it was so lame. Like weird dickies that I would make my dad get me at Walmart. That is
0: not a fit
1: for you. It was not a fit. It did not match the gold barb, hair like <laughs> gold barb aesthetic. <laughs> the carpet at and all. the drapes. But I did remember because I, I had to wear a uniform at school, but at Hebrew school was when I could like really let my freak flag fly. Oh. I would like roll up to Hebrew school with a tie on. Like, it's so lame. <laughs> it is so lame but look. This admitting is, is the first step a, to healing this is why
0: you're in comedy
1: yeah this is why there's a lot to make up for it. wait okay. the
0: last follow up before we go to the bag of goodies is because you mentioned graves uh-huh. but the in the real sense do you have a favorite like Hollywood cemetery oh I mean there's only one well, well yeah Hollywood
2: Forever is like the cemetery don't you
0: feel like Westwood is so much better well
2: that's where Maryland is in Westwood yeah,
0: yeah. You know, I'm not really like I did like
2: kind of do like the mausoleum thing mm-hmm. when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. Same, but I like I honestly haven't like really like hung out near graves in a while. Okay, so I don't know it's like the past. status of LA's it's fair star-studded grave cemeteries. rankings. Fair.
1: The rankings, <gasps> Esther. You need to do some grave rankings. I mean, I would. I
0: mean, my personal thing would be Westwood. I actually would rank Hollywood maybe third. I would say Westwood one, Forest Lawn. Second, Forest but, Lawn, or for, sorry, yeah,
1: no, who's that Forest Lawn?
0: Uh, Brittany Murphy, Debbie oh. Reynolds, Carrie. Well, you've
1: been there recently, yeah. Okay. Um,
0: yeah, and then I would say Hollywood third, down, although Esther. I <laughs> Judy Garland was recently moved to Hollywood Forever, so I don't know, maybe that they're
1: moving her around. She's getting well, moved I'm, around. I don't know what's left. Uh, Upgra- yeah. Uh, oh seriously. God. <laughs> well,
0: Liza wanted there was no room where she was on the East Coast, so Liza wanted to have room near her.
1: Wait a second. Liza she sh- Minnelli. She was shipped? Yeah. Judy was shipped. Judy was shipped. FedExed? Something. I <laughs> <laughs> Shipped? Oh my God. I wonder how that goes down. Like if it's a private plane. Or if it's, like, a FedEx. I mean, I'm
0: sure you want to go, Body like, transport. budget, take a budget route. And,
1: UPS ground would yeah. be the budget, most budget option there. Eight to ten business days. Yeah, I'll take a UPS ground. What's the rush? <laughs> <laughs> Don't need <eat> an overnight <laughs> shit. Okay, okay, should go into the bag? go yeah. so so, into the
2: bag. You guys just have to tell me, like, which of these things I should start using, oh I guess. Oh, my God, this is already yes. really exciting. Um, all right, so the first one is mail-in and Gets? Melon Gets, yes. So this is vitamin E <laughs> face moisturizer. Oh, I love them.
0: They, okay, this is, I like this product. I think this one is unscented.
1: Yeah, it's it like, is unscented. Yeah, I'm pretty sure.
0: I lo- Have you heard of this brand? Yeah. Okay. I think they're great, actually. My I friend
1: like Melon and Gets, I think that's a really good, like, travel. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't bring that into the daily rotation, but I think if you're traveling, that would be a great thing to have in your bag. I'm more, it's like, Melon Gets. This is going to sound sexist, but I always think of it as, like, a boy brand. It is a mm. little it's a, bit. It's so minimal. Like, a lot of boys I know, like, Basketball seek it out and Basketball players use, use
0: their deodorant. Really? <laughs> That's the word on the street. It just, really? is it's,
2: Is it, like, really good at, like, preventing I think it's just stink? more a
0: natural route. And, again, it, it is that luxury brand that, like, upper echelon men are going towards.
1: Totally. Like I, I don't know any any checks that are getting down hardcore with Malin and Getz.
0: I kind of like it though for that reason because it makes it's like let me tap into my masculine side. You're one of the boys, the, yeah. When you're using
1: Malin and Getz. yeah, totally. Yeah, I don't know too much about like the actual stats on that moisturizer. Like, is it non-comedogenic?
0: Right. Is they it? They have a product that smells like rum. That's so good. And is I that obviously a body wash. I think maybe? it's. I think it is the body wash. Yeah. That product is so it's so good. I don't know. I don't even drink, but I love that smell. <laughs> I mean. Take a sip of that body wash and <laughs> <laughs> you'll be flying,
1: girl.
2: <laughs> okay, what else do okay. we have? Uh, Sasha Juan. <gasps> Sasha Yuan.
1: Oh, I'm unfamiliar.
2: It's from Stockholm. And this is Color Protect Conditioner. I don't color my hair. Do you, either of you guys want this? No, no we're, both la- thank we're all lazy you.
1: Okay. Okay, brunettes, I guess. It's um, okay.
2: Ma- Margiela Perfume Mutiny oh wow very dramatic a mutiny and i smell it on the hms although my bounty. nose is stuffed up i don't know if i can
0: it, it this is yeah, like smell it this is a barney's bag which is that's like the highest level the i feel highest like
2: level of, cos- of beauty it cosmetic. sort of smells like baby powder to me but maybe Shall my nose do is just I'm gonna do it stuffed
1: up. up. it does smell a little bit like baby powder it's just so hard to get passionate and excited about a little sample of perfume, mm-hmm. you know? Right. It's always so random. You didn't seek it out. And it's like, what am I going to get attached to this perfume? What am I going to use this instead of the other perfumes I've spent thousands and hundreds of dollars on? Like, there's no room for you, Mutiny. I, know. I don't have room <laughs> for you in the rotation. But it smells good. It's fine. It's a little, honestly, it's a little old lady. I'm going to say yeah. it. Yeah. little bit. Which is kind of my vibe nowadays,
0: <laughs> but.
2: No. Okay, this is the Organic Pharmacy Love Rose them. Facial Cleansing Gel. Ooh, that, that sounds, sounds great, really good. right? Yeah, that sounds like a that's hot a product. Winner. All right, that's I'm excited about right that. There.
1: That's huge.
2: Shantikal, yes, Shantikai, Shantikai Lace Serum Anti-Age Bio Lifting Serum. Definitely Ooh. sounds fun.
0: Shantikai is an awesome luxury brand for sure. I dive this is into so that. Tiny.
1: Any what's their cult? What are their cult classic products, oh. Esther?
0: I oh my god, that's small. <laughs> That's really fucking small. That's an insult. It's a
1: big bag, though. There's a yeah. lot of things in it. That would look good in a dollhouse, like on a doll's vanity. <laughs> like, that would be...
0: American it. Girl doll, for sure.
1: Oh, my God. That's, like, Samantha's perfect size. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's
2: a uh, diptyque. Oh. I think it, this is for men, maybe? Lombre
1: d'un, d'un low It's got to be unisex if it's diptyque. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, a perfume. Oh, yeah. <sighs> <sighs> Get over
1: yourself, diptyque.
2: <laughs> oh, that's nice. It smells like grass.
1: Oh, nice. Grass? This. Oh, yeah, this is... Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. I've seen this before. I think this is definitely unisex. Oh, yeah, that's so grassy. Really nice. Esther, do you want to smell? I mean, I guess I have to at this eh. point. Diptyque. oh Ugh. I love, love to love them, love to hate them. It's almost
0: Christmassy, dare I say. Oh, yeah, Christmas Yeah, it's like grass. a winter picnic.
1: Time. Yeah. That's nice. It's really nice. All right, that's a keeper. I feel guilt about burning my diptyque candles. I feel legitimate guilt lighting them up, but we'll get into that Why? later. Why, because they're expensive? Because they're so expensive. Mm. And it's like, what's the right occasion for burning a diptyque candle? It's like when someone's, I don't want to waste it on some some like my roommate like <laughs> i don't think so fucking
0: roommate this is why it's like hard to buy expensive things because then you just hoard them and right. they never get used and mm-hmm. then you throw them away in 20 years totally
1: Ugh. and i okay this is a very like a very good problem to have but i have a big bottle of sk2 oh nice and i and i bought it it was 179 dollars. and i'm like you know what i'm gonna try using sk2 like i just have to do it once in my life and i've a year later i've barely made it halfway through, barely, And I don't notice a difference. I really don't think it does anything. I really feel strongly about that. But I'm like, I'm going to make it to the end. I'm just going to finish the SK-2. And then somehow someone at work had a bottle of SK-2, a huge bottle. And they're like, Caroline, (laughs) do you want this bottle? And of course I said yes. So now I just have like two more years of using SK-2 every day. The
0: essence you're talking about, right? The essence, the essence. I went down this path too where I bought that and I hoarded it until like three years passed. And I was like, I have to throw this away. I
1: mean, I use it every day and I do not think it does anything. But um, I challenge the Glomies to prove me wrong. <laughs> anyway. Well, maybe you stop using it for a week
2: and then, like, see what happens. Mm-hmm. I, it's water. I'm sorry. It <laughs> is water. It's
1: water it and like, Chloe bad. Grace Moretz. Uh, it does kind of smell bad. And Chloe, if Chloe Grace Moretz is telling me aggressively to use something, I it, no. she's it's a turn-off.
0: 19. I we cannot get man. skincare advice from no. these children. I know. Like Cate Blanchett.
1: She likes it? She's also, like, a, a a uh, spokesperson. She, she – I feel like she, like, is the spokesperson for, like, other luxury skincare brands. I don't know. I got to do more diving into this. Whenever I read the international terminal on in LAX, I really learn a lot about what Cape Blanchett is doing for money. <laughs> She's, like, every other, like, commercial on the big screen It's like, Cape Blanchett for, like, this perfume company, this other luxury skincare company. She's making the international money. It's true. Yeah.
0: I mean, if I had money to spend, I'd spend it on her. Right? Yeah. She's the face you want representing you in the Can't world. Can't really do
1: better than that. Anyway. Carry
0: on. All
2: right, let's see. What is this? Uh, this uh, the San Loren glossy stain. Oh,
1: I think I've heard about this. Whoa, it's pink. Innovative. That's Wait, definitely an innovative product. San Loren?
0: Oh, oh my God. We use this on a loan together. I love this product. This is great. This okay. is, and this is a pretty color. This is an awesome product. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's exciting! Is it so glossy? Stain? It just... Oh, thank you.
0: It's just exactly that. It's like glossy enough and stainy enough, and not too much of either.
1: I love the packaging. I love a black plastic with like colored letters on it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I'm a simple girl. I thought it was gonna be mascara. Yeah, yeah, it did look. That definitely reads
2: mascara. Okay, this is Givenchy La Rose Perfecto Fearless Pink. Perfect. I'm a really big fan of Je- a couple of Givenchy products. Like, what I use, um, my favorite thing, which I also have here, I use this every day, and somehow, like every time I buy it, it lasts for a year. Is this powder? <gasps> this oh Prism the Prisma. Power. I
1: use this, but in a different. I think they, they have, have different, different color. ones. Like they
2: have one that's like green and purple for
1: color correction. Yes, I have And this pink. one is like pink and white. Wait, hold on. I think I have this, but mine has, like, sparkles on the top. Wait, what do you – so what do you use this for? Because I got it as a gift, and I've, like, never quite figured it out. So
2: I have, like – um, I have – you know, I'm in my late 30s, and so, like, I have to use a lot of moisturizer, but then my foundation just, like, falls off my face. Right. Um. So that stuff is the only powder that I've found that, like, feels light on my skin, like, that actually sets my makeup, but doesn't, like, really, like, get – sort of dry and mm-hmm. cakey like yeah. into lines and stuff it actually like makes it has like this little bit of sparkle in it
1: oh. yeah it's spark- yeah and it has like a fun smell i feel like it has this like good old lady smell to yeah. it it's a very like fun old lady like it reminds me of something to be on my grandma's vanity mm-hmm. but i always get tripped up because the graphic on the back it has a woman just doing her cheeks and mm-hmm. her forehead so i was like is it blush like it's i never not. quite figured it out It's like it's not. (laughs) It's pretty obvious. Yeah. But it's like,
2: it's my favorite setting powder because a lot of setting powders are just white. And I don't know. I just, I can't figure out how much of them to use. Wow. I'm going to use that. But that, like, you pour it out into the top, you know, and you kind of like mix it up with your brush. And it's really finely milled. It's mm-hmm.
0: four quadrants. Are there four different shades yeah. in there? It's wow. actually
2: almost, I'm almost done with it. I need
1: a new one. Good right. for you. That, that deserves.
0: <laughs> when oh you no. finish a product, it's that's huge. It's huge, <laughs> huge. It's accomplishment. This is the second time
1: I bought this too. Oh my God.
0: Hitting pan. Are you on hitting, a-
1: are you close to hitting pan on anything? Uh,
0: right
1: now? I don't know
0: if I am. No. I- I don't know. I'm close
1: to hitting pan on my Keir, my favorite Keir Weiss cream blush. Oh, I'm hitting pan. I hit pan on it. That's a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah, I'm about yeah. Anyway, so I'll tell you more about that later. <laughs> this is a lipstick,
2: I guess. <gasps> oh, oh, nice. This reminds me of my favorite Revlon, which is Cherries in the Snow. Oh, that's what? who makes famous. that one? Uh, this is Givenchy. Oh, that's wow. why I started talking about my Givenchy powder. Do you want to see? What a beautiful pink little package.
0: Yeah, these the lip products in this gift bag are... Pretty good. They're up there. You
1: guys, I love iconic reds. I never wear reds, but I love the legend around iconic reds. Like, um, MACs. What's the MAC one? Like, Russian red or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that's a really good one.
2: And I, I found that, like, as I get older, like, I used to wear a lot of
0: NARS, so but it's too
1: matte.
0: Yeah, oh. NARS dries me out. I can't yeah. do NARS on my lips. The... A more natural...
1: I wish you would have figured that out before you went all over Las Vegas looking for this one shade of matte NARS lipstick. I
0: did find... There is a NARS matte liquid lip that is worth it, but that's it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) The lipstick, no. Um... But I was gonna say that Kosas, its a more organic line—and mm. they make a, a bright red. I want to say it's called Phoenix, but I'm not sure. But it's like—it's my new perfect red.
1: I remember one time getting sucked into some kind of marketing scheme where like Target p- partnered with a drugstore brand to make like Target Red lipstick, and I definitely bought it. Oh
0: man, that must have been <laughs> shame to admit it. So low quality. <laughs> yeah, it definitely was. Ooh.
2: This is a hair mask from Devine's.
0: Oh, Devine's I hear a lot about. I want to try that. That sounds interesting. Hair masks feel... It takes a lot
1: for me to put on a hair mask. Yeah. I I just
0: can't motivate. I can't rally for the hair mask. It's
1: a tough one. It's a tough one for me because it's like... If it's in the shower, that's one thing. If you're using it in place of a conditioner. But if it's like damp your hair, put in the hair mask for an hour, and then go into the shower, it's like... No. It takes a lot of time. Sometimes I'll
2: put one on like... What I'll do is I'll wash my hair in the shower and then I'll get into the bath. I have like a situation where I'll start filling the bath, go into the shower, wash my hair. By the time I'm done washing my hair, the bath is full. Oh my so God. then I'll put on a hair mask and sit in the bath. That's And luxury. then I can just rinse it out after the bath. Wow. That is pure luxury.
0: Can I tell you a setup that I have <laughs> that is a little similar? Maybe not. So I exclusively take baths.
1: Mm-hmm. And when was the last time you took a shower?
0: And we just moved into a new place and I took one shower like the first week. So it was like a month ago. Okay. But so what I did, I really need a handheld shower head in my bathtub so I can hold it over my head. Mm -hmm. But we needed a place to like have it set up so the plumber installed it on the wall, and I realized by accident that the exact place he put it in was perfectly positioned for me to sit under it and have a sitting shower in my bath. <laughs> and it is like a game changer. And it's going
1: to be the perfect place for me to masturbate my ass when I get over there. I'm sorry. I've never said masturbate my ass before, Karina. I swear. I've it's literally totally never said gonna that. It's definitely going to be where
0: you find That's me your when, tagline. When
1: That's where they're you, going to uh, find your dead body. In the city masturbated to death
0: (laughs) I've never can I just I've never masturbated with a shower head I don't get it
1: I'm with you on that and
0: I've like talked about needing this shower head in my bathtub to everyone I know and I'm sure they're all like ooh Esther and I'm like it's not like that
1: it's not not like that between me and the shower head (laughs) we're just friends (laughs) (laughs) we're colleagues (laughs) Calling the best (sighs) Oh, my God. Well, Esther, okay, you tell yourself what you want it's to tell
0: yourself. It's not yourse- sexual, okay? It's <laughs> <purely> <laughs>
1: platonic. platonic. It's completely platonic. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, that's how it starts. So a Stop. lot of the most romantic relationships. Just friends. I think it started between, you know, Marilyn Monroe and Arthur Miller, for instance. Do <laughs> you think it started hot and heavy to begin with? No. My husband and I were just friends at first. You
0: were? Yeah. I don't understand that. That is, can you?
2: Yeah, How did Ta- that teach us? Well, teach we were us friends that for like, t- uh, like two years before we started dating. How did but I mean, how did like we definitely to... flirted with each other the first time we met. But I lived in New York and he lived in L.A. Oh. Okay, and so it was there. A, a year out. later, I moved to L.A. and I like immediately put the moves on him. But he had like a brand new girlfriend. Oh, so bitch. then I became <laughs> friends with him and the girlfriend. Oh, oh that then, is dangerous. And then he went off to shoot a movie and he was gone for like six months. And he came back and he just started calling me all the time <gasps> and watching. Wanted to hang out with just me. And so we would hang out, like we went to like a baseball game together and like we did this, and we was did he that. Still... Well, the thing is he'd broken up with her, but he didn't tell me. Cool. And I it like took that. him like three or four hangouts to like basically make a move.
1: Oh, so he made the move. Yeah.
2: I Because he... I was like, I once once he rejected me the first time that I made a move, oh, I yeah. was like, Well, I never I would never make a move on somebody once they rejected me. I would just I just think that door is closed forever. Totally. I do
0: think like the approach of Of friendship is actually the best approach to land in the romantic spot but but what I don't understand is when it's only intending to be friends and then it transfers into romance like that I don't get yeah that that, that moment
1: that pivotal that pivotal pivot.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's.
1: I don't think I could master that.
0: Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. But I had a similar thing where I thought that the, my high school crush rejected me, so I just approached him through a friendship. Mm-hmm. But I had it wrong, eh. and that's who I lost my virginity to. Oh, wow. excuse Bro. me, Danielle. after a Britney concert. Um, oh,
1: that's why you like Britney Spears so much. No, that's not why. <laughs> don't reduce my Britney relationship to virginity. Which, no, which Britney tour? Did you lose your virginity after? It
0: was the Onyx Hotel. I know that's not great.
1: That's really good. It's that was ideal. canceled. It was that's really rare that you lost your virginity. It's a yeah. limited edition. That's a really limited <laughs> edition tour. She, she didn't make it through that whole tour. Um, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Karina, I'm sorry, all right. no problem.
2: Oh, I'll but, try to move through these faster. Oh, Frittora.
0: What? Um, yeah, this is
2: Fernet <laughs> I don't know this brand. <laughs> You're You're so worldly. Vegetal texture spray. Oh, texture spray is good. Yeah. Vegetal? Do I just do I use this like dry shampoo and just like go like this?
1: (laughs) It's a texturizing spray. Is a little different than a dry shampoo. It's similar though. It's similar. They're adjacent. They're rubbing shoulders. But it's more like when your hair is really flat, or you're like on day two of a blowout, and Mm -hmm. you want to add. And like I just learned, you know the um. Orbe texturizing spray Yes the famous So I have a bottle of that It's so expensive And I just asked my hairstylist There's this one sp- of these oh! hair as well. ah! <laughs> That is so This is worth like $40 yeah. This little bottle That is this so is. Uh, Such a good value <gasps> That
0: is so expensive This is the
2: whole bag This what is What's exciting it. is that I can like Test Best. these two
0: together oh Yes Oh my god This Pit is Pit them the against cutest. each other mm-hmm. The Look Barney's bag, bag too. This woman didn't even spend more money To get the bag She was already gonna buy What she bought I know and got the bag it was your lucky
1: day you're I want to really follow light. what Angel. you're
0: doing and just because I, I want to absorb this luck. I mean this bottle this is oh my god that is so valuable
1: this is so valuable it's for
0: people who don't liquid gold out, it's the Oribe texturizing spray but in a tiny that almost looks tinier than what they sell in the stores
1: like that's like a I, limited. Have, I have a mini That's but it's up to here see that's and it a was special third, mini this is a special mini it's a fun size it's a fun size yeah. it's like the Snickers that are one square inch yes it.
0: Uh, my mini. That, it you was this big. that's probably you can't even buy that. You cannot. It's so that, limited. This is so rare. Okay. Oh I'll my give you god. Five thousand dollars cash. <laughs> cash sold. <It's> <laughs> <Fuck.
1: laughs> oh my god. I will suck my own dick. <laughs> I'll learn how to do it. <laughs> my mini was thirty six dollars. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I can't. Ugh. This is so valuable. We should really go to Barney's. <laughs> Take. Take my husband. You can have him. Okay, that's amazing. So, anyway, so I was asking my hairstylist how to use that stuff, and what I had been doing was spraying it freely and wildly, but like she was a like, pig. like a fucking, <laughs> like a greedy, gluttonous pig. But she's like, no, no, no. It's just like you lift up a, up a couple hairs and you like spritz it, a couple hairs. It's just like a light. Like a squirt here and a there. Dainty little thing. And I'd been like pig pen, like making like <laughs> a cloud of it around. So do you me. do it
2: like strategically? Like you do like one at the front and like one on each side. I would yeah, I think yeah. I
1: think that's probably a good way. It's like a like lift a section, like do a spray. Like yeah. lift a little section, do a spray. And like tussle it around. I, I feel like I've been taught to use it as, a like, interchangeable
0: with dry shampoo. Really?
1: Yeah, but I think maybe that's wrong. No, I think it's, like, it adds, like, texture. I try to, like, use it to lift and texturize. Okay, you know what? We're all showing it a lot of disrespect, I think, right now. We need to do, we need to do our down. research. Show some respect for a legendary right. product. Oh, this is tiny. What's this? Oh, La Mer.
2: Oh! oh! Is this the smallest thing of La Mer you guys have ever seen? It's yes. so cute. It's,
1: like, half an application. It's so cute, though. You should save that little yeah, – that's for a travel. collector's item. That is – Oh, my God. The hoarder in me is coming out. I'm like, you got to save that.
2: You know what, though? I like, I bought La Mer once. Like, I bought, you know, the $200, like, smaller size mm-hmm, of it. Mm-hmm. And I, like – I was, like, during a time when, like, my dad had just died and I was super stressed out. Mm. And I was definitely, like, not taking care of myself. And so I thought that this stuff was going to, like, fix – my skin, well, they and it, it like didn't. Yeah, and I mean, it, maybe it wasn't the best test case because I was definitely like drinking too much and eating pizza and stuff like that. Mm. But it's just like I just became
1: disillusioned with it. I don't know. Yeah, totally. I've I never, feel... I've never bought into the hype. Me and I've always heard it's like full of mineral oil. Yeah, but it has and, like a weird bad rap, stuff. rap in a way. Yeah, kind of. It's like just because J Lo says she uses it, we were all. Fooled and conned and hoodwinked. I
0: know. When but they, no. No
1: one I no one like worth their salt in modern day skincare. A modern day skincare idol is you're using right. La Mer. Now, but I do love how the drugstores have an aquarium. The drugstore yeah. not drugstore, I'm sorry, the department store LaMaire stand they do? always has With an fish? Yeah.
0: That's almost Cause, like, cause like animal so, abuse. It almost <laughs> is, but
1: I really do like it.
0: Um side side note, mm-hmm. your skin is beautiful. Literally gorgeous. Thank and you. Flawless. And I do feel like, quickly, can you please just tell us what you do? Yeah, so I have, like, some of the regular stuff that I use. This
2: is very for, important.
0: Besides for that, I mean, I
2: I honestly feel like one yeah. of the most important things is this stuff, this paracone.
0: Mm. It's, oh. like, the
2: moisturizer with vitamin C and SPF. Wow. And since Perfect. I started using this, like, I don't have to use an extra SPF, and I don't need to use a serum. Mm. So during the day, I basically just, like, wash my face, and, like, sometimes I'll put on... Um, I'll put on some of this Sunday Riley UFO oil, Mm -hmm. Um, especially if I feel like I have, like, a little bit of redness on my nose or, like, sometimes I get, like, tiny little pimples, like, around my cheeks. Mm -hmm. So I'll just sort of use this as a spot treatment that I put on this. And then if I'm not going to, like, go anywhere or see anyone because I often just kind of, like, work by myself all day, that's Mm -hmm. all I'll do. Um, But then if I'm going somewhere, usually I'll put on this. What's which that? is Hourglass Hyaluronic Skin Tint Sunscreen Broad Spectrum SPF 15 but it's tinted.
0: Oh. I, I love I love, hourglass, love and hourglass and I love a tinted sunscreen. Yeah. Yes. I've not like, tried that but
2: It's a really good match for my skin color. So important. So like right now I'm just like wearing this this and then that powder.
1: Nice. Wow. That's a great very skin healthy combo of things. I love Hourglass. I know. They're Instead powder. Their they're eyebrow, they have an eyebrow, gel, like a boy brow, basically, and I really like it. Really? I know. Slept on product by Hourglass. Huh. The thing I find about,
2: like hourglass is that the selection of what they have at Sephora's is often really inconsistent and so it can be hard to try out some of their products for a while I really liked their day fluid like their day moisturizer but you could only like basically buy it online and Mm. it comes in this container that's hard to travel with Mm. and then I just realized I like the Dr. Pericom better Mm.
0: there's an hourglass store in Venice we've been talking about legend has it
1: pilgrimage we, for what feels like years now and legend
0: has it you can make your own mini like three pot uh face powder we need palette. to go wow there. yeah let so so the wow. story tell no pressure
1: Karina, but <laughs> if, you're
0: if you're free, free <laughs> um then we could go, go together, together. okay Good. Sure. Yeah uh, I'll try. I thought we could get donuts after at blue Star. Remember
1: one time we did a one time Esther and I did a beauty pilgrimage to Venice. Oh for the for the Pixie store. That
0: was such a disappointment. Mm. That was a disappointment.
1: Really? Didn't you end up returning almost everything? Yes, I did. I <laughs> still do use the pilky hyaluronic milky mist with black oat in it. I love that mist.
0: Oh okay
1: yeah I'm just saying it was
0: a little too scented for me that's all
1: yeah she's not she doesn't like the scents
0: let's uh okay
2: I and mean, then what else is left there's in this so much bag- oh my Magic God. I'm go through it fast oh uh the harmonist guiding water oh no guiding oh, water. and it's a perfume Dear they
1: oh so much perfume. Sounds a little vaguely Christian to me when I hear the word <laughs> yeah. guide or guiding I immediately think Jesus I don't know. Not picking up any guys. Okay. okay, well let's. Move. It kind of smells like water. Yeah. Well. It's um, okay.
2: Water. Well, this is fancy. Augustinus Bader.
0: Do not oh, even know that? The rich
2: cream. I feel like this is like a goop thing. Oh. Oh. Fuck. <laughs>
1: we speak We're her kidding. name. <laughs> we Be speak
2: her Pro. <laughs> I No, What does this say? This says PPC Cellular Renewal Rich Cream.
1: That sounds great. Do you guys want to like? Touch yeah. it. Yeah. I, I you do. know, maybe next time you're here, Karina, we'll be saying it's a poosh thing. Yeah. <laughs> Courtney Kardashian's new lifestyle brand. Are you serious? Yes, poosh. She hasn't fully announced what it is, but I think it's like a goop copy. And who knows? Just saying, keep your hearts and minds open. Just, it's a poosh thing.
0: Do you know the whole thing that the reason it's called goop is because?
1: Gwyneth and Peltro.
0: Yeah, but the O's are, are because there's some like market research that says businesses that have two o's in them are more successful like google and facebook and that's why it's called goop and that's probably why it's poosh bitch. which is absolutely ridiculous <laughs> Oh shit.
2: i actually like this perfume this Serge ludens Ooh, it smells like fancy european stuff
1: yeah this is very berlin it looks like i'm gonna go clubbing in this box yeah this smells really good esther care to, care to sniff i'm
0: I can't stop thinking about wanting to call it Facebook. Facebook. (laughs) I have to go. Facebook. Okay. How funny is that? Why is it so funny? funny? Facebook.
1: <laughs> Why? Does Suddenly, it you become like a hundred times more attractive and classy to me ever since you said Facebook. <laughs> Esther. It's so successful. You shouldn't not in front of Karina, please. <laughs>
2: Facebook. I think when you use that Serge Luden's perfume, you're like, you definitely are going on Facebook. Yeah, definitely. You deserve that, yeah. <laughs> you, okay, do you say cogendo or cogendo? God, I say it again,
0: but I don't Cogendo. Right.
1: I think I say cogen. Is that the spa? Is that a spa? Water? Yeah.
0: that's awesome. That's a you just got a great value there. Right? Yeah, yeah. A travel <laughs> size is, micellar, a mini of uh, that. That's the best me seller
1: too, I think. For for her money, for your money, I'm still a Bioderma girl. That's but mine. spa water is very special. Where do you get Bioderma? Because you can get it everywhere now. Yeah. Really? you can get it at the Amazon. the most reliable places. Um, Violet Gray. Yeah, but. They have it at the motherfucking Walgreens at Sunset and Vine. Oh, that's good.
2: At Violet Gray, did they just, like, mark it up to, like, $100 a bottle?
1: No, I no, don't think it's Violet It's always a consistent, up, like, yeah. 14 or something. They just yeah, mark great. it up. Yeah. And then you're in Violet Gray and you will spend <laughs> $400 on, like, a vagina jade roller by accident. Mm-hmm. But, no, but It I just, couldn't... like, jumps in your purse. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oops. Oh, my God. I love Violet Gray. But... Jumped
0: straight in Caroline's vagina when we were there. <laughs> Oh, my God. Is this a sample?
1: Oh, my God. I was like, what is this? They're like, it's a vibrator. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> cool. Good to know. But, um, yeah, they have it at the fucking Walgreens. The Walgreens at Sunset and Vine has upped its beauty section so much. They have... It's it's awesome
0: when you're at the ArcLight. You get the, you get there a little bit early. You walk over. You get, get your candy, candy. Yeah. and you just browse that section of beauty. No, but they have care. like a Wander
1: Beauty section. Like they have so much stuff.
0: Oh yeah, that was the day you really got into Wander Beauty,
1: just because it was a to tried it! <laughs> okay, I'm loving their foundation. It's like Nude Illusion or something. I love it. Nice. And it has a wand. Sorry, I love a foundation with a big um, doe foot. Um. Okay, sorry. But so, like, how big is it, though? Oh my God, it's like a massive, like this, like a lip gloss doe foot, but it's like multiplied by four. So it's like wow. the doe foot is probably like that big. And It's just so fun to like, yeah. spread it on my face. It's really fun. That does feel very vloggery. It's very, very cool.
0: Oh, we have to talk about Olivia Jade, but we also don't have time. I, I,
1: I know, <laughs> I know. I, re- I mean, you and I have a. Personal in my mind connection to her. I know.
0: Well we tried to get her on this pot anyway. Really? This yeah. Do you know about <laughs> Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's great. I mean, I didn't
1: know about her
2: until
0: today. Well,
1: we me and her had the same agent. I know. And my yeah. agent <laughs>
0: I used God to be her her really creepy in a creepy way.
1: When did my agent kind of stopped working with me and like my whole life became like Olivia Jade and I was so jealous of this this child getting all this attention from this woman I once worked with, like, love this girl, like bought her a diamond bracelet and like all this stuff. I was like, why can't it just be me for once <laughs> so i mean look i don't want i don't like seeing a child i don't like seeing a child fall or stumble yes i do yeah <laughs> but yeah anyway yeah Anyway.
2: Well, there's still like a bunch of stuff left oh in here. My Do you God. just want to just like go yeah, through and like grab a bag?
1: Yeah. Okay, I'll just pull out a Oh, a Marvis toothpaste? I love Marvis. Which is great. Wait, can yeah. you guys
0: tell me about about it? I need
1: to know. It's just it's like really classy toothpaste. What does it and taste like? It just like? Tastes good. it just tastes okay. like real mint yes. instead of like
2: toothpaste mint.
1: Yes, I, like the jasmine flavor is really good. There's like a lot of weird flavors, but the jasmine I really like. Can you get it in the I don't want to throw <laughs> the <laughs> okay, Marvis. Why don't you just hold on to that sure. for a second. I'm going to come over. A molten brown body wash. I feel oh, like a mul- Sisley. <gasps> a Sisley. Double Tensure Creations. Isabelle. H- I think this is Isabelle Hubert's collection what? for Sisley. Look at the bottom. Am I Is Isabelle Hubert? Okay. I'm Am I have... tripping?
2: Hubert Isabel Dornano.
1: Tell me I did not just. No, wish-
2: it's not. It's not Hubert. It's Hubert. Oh, damn. So I think it's like a dude. Wishful
1: thinking. Damn it. But so, I'm sure it's still good. So I this is, is great. There's a Sunday so Riley
0: title sample in there, which mm-hmm. I'm I'm so yeah, curious if that's tidal? good. I haven't heard if of anyone this. out there. Is, is that moisturizer?
1: Yeah, it is seems like, like a, a water cream? cream, a light moisturizer. This could be really nice. If anyone
0: out there has opinions on Sunday Riley title, let us know. Well, I will have opinions about it. Yes, we <laughs> need to <laughs> follow <Yay>! up. <laughs> uh,
1: definitely, <laughs> we're gonna need a follow up. Oh
0: my gosh, Karina, this, this has been so such a dream come true, guys. I had so much fun, like a like beauty guru, a beauty
1: guru. I kind
0: of knew. Okay. I kind of had
1: a feeling. Yeah, because anyone
0: who knows that much about old Hollywood, come on, they, they know on. they're putting the right stuff on come their on. skin. Well,
1: well, come on, I always just feel like
2: because, oh. n- especially like oh. since I like I don't know now that I'm like in my late 30s, I feel like so much of this culture of like skincare and stuff is like not about people like me, but it should be because like yeah. people my age like have more money to spend and like right. need the products more. And so, but I've like kind of found all the stuff that I like just through like trial and error.
1: Wow, which is the best way to do it? Oh, what is the old um lipstick brand like that oh, makes?
0: Oh, oh, fuck! I'm gonna Google it. Do you know what this lipstick brand that they recreate color- shades from actual years? So there'll be a shade that's like this is b- based off like a lipstick that was out and available and popular in 1939. Like, oh no, Snow
1: White collection. That sounds great. Yeah, that. I feel like that Base, makes me Bésame, think Besame, is that it? Besame, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, actually my Bésame.
1: my
2: sister-in-law gave me like a little gift set of theirs for Christmas once and it had like the mascara that's, like, a With brick yes. where you, like, get it wet. Did you yes. try it? I did, but, it, I mean, it's kind of
0: messy.
1: I know. I it's will like say whoever moved... got you
0: that as a gift, it's, like, the perfect gift for you. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> it's also, it. like, I'm more than this. <laughs> but, no, but it's also, like, a good gift. <laughs> I'm just I putting love like you in a bold. old. Box. And then, like, you know the powder that they sometimes have at Sephora that's, like, a really old face powder that comes in, like, yellow and, like, a purple thing? Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't know why I'm suddenly now wanting to talk about old makeup. Well, you
0: know, I have, like— I have bought some old makeup on right. on eBay. I kind of regret it because it's kind of just like weird it's and like gross. Old makeup, yeah, but I, because I went to the the Max Factor building where there's that Marilyn Monroe museum mm-hmm. and. Or it's like, what is it? Do you know what it is? There's it's a like the Mar- beauty museum. Yeah, yeah it's Blair. like the Hollywood Beauty Museum. Yeah, it's it's basically like on Hollywood Boulevard, right in the thick of it all. How have we not been to that? We should go. Yeah, have you, what is your opinion of it? I haven't
2: been in a long time, but I remember going That's, like maybe 15 years ago and it was great. Yeah.
0: yeah, but they had like all her Max Factor makeup. Yeah. Stop. yeah.
2: I mean, you know, it's so weird like seeing a dead person's makeup. I like they did this auction of Sharon Tate's stuff like two months ago, and I got the catalog because I wasn't in town when they were doing it. And her sister was doing it, and her sister's like historically been very protective of her legacy. But she sold her bras. She sold like a bottle of Chanel Number Five that was like half used. And you just think about like, oh yeah, she
1: got murdered before she could finish that bottle of Chanel Number Five. Totally. I can't even look at El Coyote without getting like a shudder through my body. (laughs) But can I
0: ask, is their food good? I need to know. Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah. yeah, it's it's fine. It's like that kind of like big plate Mexican food it is, where you're um, getting like beans and rice and like a wet burrito or something. But for Christmas, it's decorated so well. It is? Yeah, it's like really kitschy and there's like Christmas lights. It's really fun to go for Christmas. Can we do that? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, anyway, Karina, this was so fun. I it was know. so amazing to have you on. You're Thanks such for a, having me. You're a podcasting legend. You're an old Hollywood legend. You're an amazing author. Like, it's an an order to have someone of your caliber I, yeah. and like she loves beauty like we she do <laughs> beauty like we do you Karina know, where people know where to find you but
0: if they don't know yeah, please. where tell us. can
1: they find you on,
2: online, on wherever you can find my podcast at youmustrememberthispodcast.com or on iTunes, just search for youmustrememberthis I'm on Twitter at Karina Longworth and my book is available in bookstores and on Amazon
1: read it and listen yes. to Karina's podcast.
0: I mean, if you there, if you haven't listened to her podcast yet, I'm actually jealous of you. I know. Yeah. It just, it's when I just will never forget discovering it and being like, "What is this?" and just getting like just binging.
1: I know. And Karina's voice, as you know from listening to this episode, is so soothing. Yeah, yeah. it's really uh, special.
0: Thanks everyone for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Let's, whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: I so-